Vatered Ha'ayna. Rivka Dimenu goes to the well. Vatamala Kada. She fills up her kad. Vatal. And she leaves. She goes to the well. She fills up. Vatamala Kada. She fills up her pitcher. Vatal. And she leaves. Vayaret Ha'evid Lakrasa. The Evid runs to greet her. The Evid runs Lakrasa to greet her. It's a lot of talk about that running of Eliezer. Where is he running? Why does he have to run? But it says the Evid runs Lakrasa towards her. Vayoimer, and he says to her, I don't know why he was running. He's a pshat. But he says to her, Please give me a little water from your pitcher. I saw you filled up water from your pitcher. Can I have a little water? Says Rashi, why did he run to, to Rivka? There's a lot of people going to the well drawing water. Why did he approach Rivka, Imenu? Remember, his original thing he said is, whoever does chesed with me, who says, please, I'll give you the drink, and will also say to the gemalim to drink, that's the one for Yitzchak. Why does he run to Rivka Imenu? Nothing happened yet. Rivka draws water from the well, and Eliezer runs to her and says, can I have a little water? What made him run to her? Says Rashi from Chazal, the Evid runs to her. He saw he saw the water come out towards her. Therefore, he ran up to her. He saw a miracle. He saw that the water rose up to greet her. She comes to draw water, and the water jumped up into her pitcher. Says the Ramban, says the Ramban, where did Rashi see that in the Psukim? Rashi quotes what you see in Pshat in the Psukim. Where did Rashi see in the Psukim that the water rose up to greet her? Rashi always, Rashi doesn't just quote nice Midrashim. There are a lot of Midrashim. Rashi doesn't quote Medrash. Very, not, I should say rarely, but not every Medrash. When Rashi quotes a Medrash, it fits in the Pasuk. What did Rashi see in the Pasuk? He runs towards her, says Rashi, because the water rose up to her. Where do you see in the Pasuk the water rose up to her? Says the Ramban, when Eliezer says to Rifki, man, okay, please, can you give me a drink? She pours him to drink. She says, drink to him. She says, my master, please drink. She rushes. And she lowers down the kadatashkeyu. Says the Ramban as follows. And then it says, she puts the kada back into the well. She draws water out for his gemalim. Says the Ramban, David, when Rifki Menu went back to the well to get more water for his camels, it says, Vatishayv. But to be shayev means what? To draw water. It says she was shayev, she drew water. By her own getting water originally, it doesn't say she was shayev. The normal language when somebody gets water from a well is to be vatishav, is to be shayev, is to draw water. When she gets water for herself, it never says vatishav. 
It just says, Vatamala Kada, she fills up her cad. When she gets for his camels, it says she was Shayev. Says the Ramban, why doesn't it say she was Shayev the first time? Because she didn't have to be Shayev. She held out her pitcher and the water jumped into her pitcher. So Rashi saw in the Psukim that, she, that the water jumped into her pitcher because it doesn't say she was Shayev Mayim. When she then subsequently gets water for his Gemalim Chayim, it says she was Shayev Atisha Veskada. When she got for herself, originally it doesn't say she was Shayev. Says Vatamala Kada, and her cod filled up. Says Rashi, the water jumped into her pitcher. Okay. Now, if you followed that, great. If you didn't follow that, at least understand. The first time Eliezer sees her drawing water, what happens? No phone. To, oh, whoa, whoa. Give me the phone. Give me the one. Give me the one. Take his phone. Give it back to him later on. The next time I keep it. Like this. Rabbi said, there are no phones. The whole year I see a phone, you lose it. This time I'm giving it to next time you lose it. Like this, Rabbi said, it says she f- discipline. We're at Shiorim, you focus on a Shir. There's no other Zachim. We're big boys with 12th, with 12th graders, zone in. You're at a Shir, there's no phone. That's discipline. We're growing up, boys. So, like this, Rabbi said, the first time she draws water, Eliezer sees a miracle. Unbelievable. The water jumps into her pitcher. The second time, so he says, whoa, this girl's amazing. He goes up to her, he says, can I have a drink? She gives him from her pitcher. Then, he wa- then she says, I'm also going to give you a gemalim. I'm also going to give you a gemalim. When she fills up for his gemalim, she, um, she, she goes back to the water. There it says she was shayev. So I have a kasher, Rabbi say. Why the first time does she have a miracle and the second time she has no miracle? No, no, one second. Why the first time does she have a miracle and the second time she has no miracle, Rabbi Say? She's actually doing the work. The first time she has a miracle, the water flies into her cad. And the second time there's no miracle. It brings to light, Rabbi Say, a funny thing I once saw. It makes me think like this. Picture the scene. Eliezer Eli sees her. What's your full name, Elia? What? What a beautiful name. We're talking about Eliezer, another Eli. So listen, Ellie, one Ellie to another Ellie. Listen like this, Els. The first time Eliezer sees a miracle, Chaim, he's awed. Wow, look at this girl. Who is she? And then she passes the test, not just giving him to drink. She says, let me give you gemalim, which is part of chesed. Before we go on, I want to explain chesed. A guy who's not about chesed, somebody asks him and he does. You're not about chesed of it if you respond to somebody what they ask for. You're about chesed if you sense what they need. Very not not sensitive people help others what they ask for. When you're sensitive, you do what they didn't ask for. Eliezer asks her, can I have a drink? Eliezer says to her, I need a little drink. And then she says, hey, you have camels, they need drinks also. I know you didn't ask for it, but I see what you need. She's thinking the other person. That's a balas chesed. She's thinking him. He didn't ask for it, but she anticipates and notices his needs beyond what he's asking. That's a balas chesed. That's a balas chesed. You're thinking the other person. He asked for water. She could give him the water. Well, she's a nice person. She gave him water. 
The strapping of it, she's a weak little girl. He said, I need water. She gives him. She said, I noticed you have camels. Your camels also need water. She anticipates his needs. She's thanking him. So she gives his gemalim water. We asked the cash on the Ramban. The Ramban says that he saw a miracle that the water jumps into her pitcher. So he says, this girl's unbelievable. He says, can I have a drink? She says, sure. She gives him the water she already drew. Then she says, let me give your gemalim. She anticipates his needs. She goes to draw for the gemalim. No more miracles. He must have been shocked. I thought she was a miracle girl. Did I really see right the first time? It brings to mind, I don't mean this seriously, but it's an interesting thing. Did anybody ever hear facilitated communication with autistic children? They take a pad. It's very, very controversial. It's extremely controversial. I don't... Personally, I'm a little skeptical, but I don't want to talk much about that. There are a lot of people that believe it a lot. They take autistic kids who can't communicate, they put a board of the alphabet, or the Aleph Bays, or the ABC, and I've seen it done. And they ask the autistic kid something, and he puts his hand on the Aleph or the A. He puts his hand on a letter, and they ask him questions, and a guy who can't communicate, they say all different interesting things. So there are a lot of people who believe that the autistic kid just doesn't have language, but somehow he can point to letters, and through that he just can't talk. He, they communicate, they ask them all these interesting things, and they say all these fascinating things. There, there's a book written on it, this conversation with autistic kid, how much he knows, what he expresses, and through pointing to letters on a pad, they say things. So 60 Minutes did a, did a show on this, and they showed that it's a farce. How'd they show it? Any question, there's the facilitator. The facilitator means the one who helps. Oh, Mezzi, your garlic? Yes. Okay, so here. Yeah. There's still four unclaimed bagels. No, Moyo, I give Moyo. Sir, what did you say, Doug? No, I'll take actual. I give it. What did you say? Oh, so tell him to claim. So, like this. So, the facilitator, Elia, Elia, the facilitator, the one who, who does the pulling, so they, in 60 minutes, any question they asked, any question that they asked that the facilitator, the one who pulled the hand, knew the answer to, then the kid gets the answer. Any question they asked that the facilitator didn't know the answer to, the guy who was pulled on didn't, know, didn't get it right. So in 60 minutes, they showed that, it was, that it's a farce, that it's not true. So I once asked somebody, a year the Talmud Chacham who does believe in it. I asked him what he, what he responds to 60 Minutes. They tried it out, and anything that the one pull, the claim of 60 Minutes, the guy pulling the hand down, pulls the kid hand and puts it on the right place. So, and any question, they tried it over and over and over, and any question they asked that the facilitator didn't know the answer to, they never got it right, zero percent. He said, you see, it doesn't work. So the guy told me that, no, the kids, when they're tested, they don't do it. That's the guy said. I'm very skeptical, to be honest. But he said that when they're tested, they don't pass. They don't want to be tested, these kids. So they knew they were being tested, so they don't pass. That's what he said. Yeah. But this is that people, that big people who do believe in it. I don't believe in it. I'm skeptical. I should say I don't believe. I'm not the Chewbacca. And I don't think just because in some show tested it out, but I'm skeptical. Lemaisa, Lemaisa, that's, that's what the guy said. So I always, I always looked at this pasuk a little like that. 
Like Rifki Imenu has an amazing nace. The water flies into her pitcher. All of a sudden, Eliezer calls her over, and when she's on trial, the water doesn't fly into the pitcher. So, like, reminded me of that. She's on trial. He's looking. He's like, now it didn't happen. But that's not the pshat. The pshat is what Yosef said, and Mustama Eli Taplin was going to say. What is the pshat that the first time the water flies in her pitcher, and the second time the water doesn't fly into her pitcher? The pshat is the second time she was doing chesed. When you do chesed, it's better if it's hard. It wouldn't have been a help to her to make it easy. She's doing chesed. You're doing chesed, Mezi, it's better when it's hard. The first time she was drawing for herself, Shashem makes a miracle, makes it go into her picture easier. The second time she's doing chesed, the value of chesed is that you put into it. Something's worthwhile because you put into it. That's the value of chesed, because she put into it. If it's easy, that wouldn't be valuable. If it just was easy, so that's not precious. Things that are easy aren't worth a lot. Things that you invested are worth a lot. That's what's worth a lot. I was sitting by my father. I was sitting by my father yesterday morning for two hours. So he tells me a story. I, I started laughing. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm being my eye into the sugya. I was like so moved. Everything's tired. He eats, lives, breathes tired. A balabas to my father, listen to this Nayatsvi. A balabas calls my father up like seven in the morning, a very ernst guy. A very sincere guy. He's he's a more, I don't know, a more worth it man. And he go, he went to Rabchaim Knievsky, he loves Gedalim. And Rabchaim told him that you have to grow a beard and pace. You have to where's your beard? Grow a beard. So the man called my father, shaking. what do I do, Rebbe? Called my father right when we returned from Eretz Well, what do I do? The God Ladar said, grow a beard. So I chuckled. I said, oh, it's a cute story. My father said, what do you mean? I'm being ma'ayin into the Shailah. There's a pasuk, a love to Shmon, that you're mechoyiv to listen to your leaders. I'm being ma'ayin, he's mechoyiv. My father's God is, he's not mechoyiv. He's cheshwin, what Uchayim means. But my father's being mine. He told me he's going to tell me. He's giving a shear Wednesday night on this topic. He's going to be mine. He has to answer the guy. What's he's, the topic? Is the guy have to listen to Rebchaim? To Reb he's going to go in a halachic way. But I was in the shtoyim. He eats because he was bringing rias to the Shiloh. Rias from Chazal. What does the Torah say? Are you mechoyiv or not? Is he mechoyiv to listen? Now I'm thinking Yehuda. My father years ago was 15 and 16 with a television in every room in his house, including his room. And he made a decision to acquire Torah. Good things don't come easily, and he has children and grandchildren that have been a Torah because he killed himself to acquire. He made a decision at that age that he's not watching TV anymore. For 10 years, he didn't look at a TV that was in his room. For 10 years, it didn't go on because he made a decision. That's Adkan. He wants to acquire Torah. Things that are precious don't come easy. The reason Hashem didn't make a miracle for Rivka Imenu is now she's doing chesed. Now it's not supposed to be easy. Now work is valuable. The work is precious, David. You want something, Nassim, go get it. You want it, go get it. Make a decision what, you, what it is you want, what is valuable, what is worthwhile, and then roll up your sleeve and go get it. It's not supposed to come easy, good things. 
There's a Gemara, it's my favorite expression that is out there. Asya da Asya bimagin, magin shava. A doctor who heals for nothing is worth nothing. If you pay nothing, it ain't worth. You gotta pay for something to be valuable. So, Rifki man who's doing chesed, said it's difficult. It doesn't, the water doesn't jump nothing into her picture. Because now she's doing chesed. We're born to exert exertions that are worthwhile. Guys want to be great. They want to acquire great things, but also without working. It doesn't work like that. You make a decision what you want to target. You want to be something. You want to acquire something. Now roll up your sleeve and work hard. Go at it. I, I loved in Heller. Guys got to meet a guy, Zach Rosen. Tremendous. He's the best from ball player in the world. So today he's, he's sitting and learning a Bentayr and Yesheva. But they got to meet him up close. This ball player's amazing. He, he, was, he was close to the NBA. He played professionally at Yisrael. He used to get up six in the morning, shoot a ridiculous amount of shot a days. I was happy, guys, to see that you want something, you got to work your head off for the thing. You want it, you exert for it. It costs. But I laughed. Guys described they want to be rich. I like that guy wants to be rich. You know how much work it takes to be rich? Go ask a rich guy his schedule. Find out what he did. Exertion. You got to work your head off for something. If you want something good, you got to pay. Free things aren't good. Free things don't last. The wisest man who ever lived said as follows. He said, Instant wealth disappears. Things that come easy, easy come, easy go. They don't last. There's studies you can look online about people who win the lottery. It doesn't end well with that wealth. Things, somebody you gather slowly with great exertion, he has a lot. It increases and that you have real acquisitions. Our goal in this world is to acquire. We acquire with exertion. You want to be a Baal Chesed work. Every guy wants to have guests. People tell me, I want an open home. They have like all these pictures. An open home means you have a guy who smells sleeping on your beds. If you didn't work, if it didn't cost, if it wasn't hard. There was a yid who was just nifter this week in Flatbush. He was a Baal Chesed. He used to have People in his house, he had people everybody desires. You're allowed to have people like that also. But he had undesirables in his house. That's about chesed. If you're just a chesed when it's just convenient and easy and works for you, that's not chesed at all. Chesed is to exert for the enemy. Anything you want to acquire must be acquired with work. The guy wants an open home. Does he want to do dishes till 2 in the morning? Does he want to work and prepare and have the person who you're not in the mood for? If you don't, then don't call yourself a Baal Chesed. If it doesn't cost, if you don't invest, you don't have. You invest, you put in, you pay, then you acquire. You must pay for things in order to have things. I told the island before this story. I'm sorry to say it again, but to me it's not a cute story. It's something I want you to get. My wife, t- I use a dentist in, in New Haven. That's far away. So my wife decided that you're going so far, and it, it costs. He charges us, not, he charges a fair price, but it costs. She said, what are you going to New Haven? I found out about a dentist who heals for free. It's, a, it's Connecticut, Yukon, has their, 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 their dentist that they, they, they work with their professors. He heals for free. Oh, did I learn the Chazal, a doctor who heals for nothing is worth nothing. The drill was caught in my mouth. 
I left the middle. I never had so much pain. I've had an appendix burst. I've been bitten by a dog. I've, I went through different... I had kidney stones. I never... People say kidneys is the worst pain in the world. I assure you a drill stuck in your mouth is the worst pain. And the tsar was unbelievable. The room was spinning. I left the middle of the procedure. I said, Adka, no mas. Roberto Duran, no, no, no. He came with the professor and they ripped it out. They got it out. The drill got caught in my mouth, but it was worth the lesson that a doctor who heals for nothing is worth nothing. Now if a guy tells me I'm doing it for free, I'm out of there. I'm paying and paying well. <laughs> Charge me double if you want to be my doctor. Just pay. <laughs> the drill was caught in my tooth, in, in there, David. <laughs> The guy, the guy was, I knew the whole time I was in for trouble. It was an Arab guy, the, the student, and he was muttering. He was, he was like muttering the whole time. Like, he didn't have much confidence. He was muttering a lot. And then the drill got caught in. He's pulling, he, he panicked. His, his professor came in, the one who was sitting over him. No fun. A doctor who heals for nothing is worth nothing. Things that are free aren't worth. There's a reason they're free. You want something good, you got to pay for it. In Ruchnius, always remember that. If something's worthwhile, it costs, and it costs exertion. It costs to put in. You want to be a big person. You want to hand to your children one day a father who's a Talmud Chacham, a father who's connected to Torah, who's connected to values, then exert for it. Pay for it. A guy dreams. He wants to be a stark guy. He wants to be a Torah Dikamensh. But what are you willing to pay for it? To pay is to exert, is to put in. You can't see every movie and also be a Talmud Chacham. That's not how things work. It's not how things work. It's what you don't do, what I yes do. You, you can't, you want to see every game, every movie, and also I want to be a Bentai. It doesn't work like that. It's zoning in what you want, giving to it, giving up for it, and then you can have it. You pay for it, you get it. You can't want it and also not pay for it. There's no such thing. That's what I want to say from this story with the Balas Chesed, with Rivka Imenu, that she doesn't have a miracle that the water flies in her pitcher. She's doing Chesed now. She's a Balas Chesed. She has a mid of Balas Chesed. A Balas Chesed, then it costs already. Then it's not going to be easy. Then the water doesn't jump into your pitcher, and that's how she wants it. She wants to acquire through toil, through work, through going to be shayiv. All of a sudden, she's being shayiv. For her own water, it flies in her pitcher. Hashem makes a miracle. For her chesed, you have to draw it. You want it, be sure you have it. Draw it. Take it out. Work. Then you have it. Then it's worth. If it would have jumped in her picture, would that really be worthwhile chesed if it was simple and easy? If it was simple and easy, so what's it worth, Mezi? What's worth something precious is that which you paid for. If you see a guy that you respect ever, Ever in your life, you respect the guy's a tzaddik, a tamut chacham. If he didn't pay a lot for it, so what are you respecting? It came easy, natural, just, so what, why you, what do you respect? You're respecting Hashem, not him. What's respectful of a person is what they paid for it. The Gemara says, and this is true on any ruchniistic Kenyan. The Gemara says, Reb Dessler says, on any ruchniistic Kenyan. The Gemara darshins the Pasuk. It says, ki imbitayrus Hashem chefatzai. He desires the Torah Hashem. He toils in his Torah day and night. Says Chazal Zevi, Martha, the beginning of the Pasuk calls it Hashem's Torah, Mezi. The beginning of the Pasuk says, The Torah of Hashem is his desire. Then it says, 
My Torah, I toil day and night. Why does it call it mine? Is it Hashem's or yours? Says the Gemara, after you toil, it becomes yours. You work, it's yours. You paid for it, it's yours. Says Rev Dessler, it's any spiritual acquisition. It comes easier than to enemy. If you're nice when it's easy to be nice, you haven't acquired anything. So you're nice, fine, you're a nice guy, he's a mean guy, so what? Don't fall for it. You see an L.A. chiller, and you see a rough, tough New York guy. The L.A. guy's not any better. Zero. Zero. Don't be stupid. He has this nature. He has this nature. Don't be stupid and fall for the nice guy thing. He's not a nice guy. What do you do? If that's natural, he's nothing. There's no Milo. Zero. He's natural. He's natural. A little rough around the edges. So what? That's an Isaiah handed by Hashem. A guy exerted for it. Because he's chilled out. That's a secular model of Chenech. I can't stand giving like the valedictorian. I'll never hand it to a guy just natural. If I don't believe the guy killed himself, I don't want to give him anything. Why am I rewarding? What am I, what am I rewarding? I'm giving, I don't give rewards to Hashem. That's a different thing. I'm giving a reward to a person. He worked. He killed himself. That's valuable. Natural that you're falling for secular Chenech. Oh, he's such a... I remember in camp... Somebody tell me, we need to reward this pacher, he's the nicest guy. What are you rewarding him for? Big stunk. That's like the all-around camp reward for some nerd. What, what's he better than anybody else for? Nothing, I didn't see him do anything, big deal. He doesn't get upset during sports, he's not challenged to get upset during sports, so what? Garnished, garnished, I'm not impressed. What am I, what should I impress by, is a chiller, okay? For he's chilled, he's not, so what? I'm impressed when somebody works on himself. When somebody exerts, he's the type to get upset. He the natural guy you can be impressed with also if he works on himself. If he does it when it's hard, that's impressive. That's impressive when it was hard. You exerted, you, you put in, you pay. You don't pay for it, so what? It was gifted by Hashem. Rev Dessler says any spiritual milo, any spiritual thing that you didn't exert for, you don't own. A guy, a guy who has a natural mindly, after 120, you're going to see a chiller, a nice guy, and he's going to be mean in Eilam You're going to be, hey, Baruch, what's up, dude? The guy's like, get out of here, and he's going to curse you out. This is eternity. What happened to you? In eternity, you like mean? The guy never acquired his niceness. Because when he was nice to all the cool guys, he never was nice to the not cool guy. He did what was natural. He never, he never exerted, and he loses the niceness. In Eulam Abba, the chilled out L.A. guy is going to be a gruff and tough Brooklyn guy. And the Brooklyn kid who is rough and tough, who worked on himself, is going to be the sweetie pie. The chillers are the rough and tough Brooklyn guys in Shemayim. That's the truth. That's the truth. Because what you work hard to acquire, that's yours. And what's handed for free and you didn't exert, you lose. Now, does that mean if I'm naturally good at something, I'll lose it? No, if you exert, you keep it. But you only keep it when you do it when it's hard. When it wasn't easy and you took it and used it and overcame, then it's yours. Then you own it. So it starts, it's Hashem's Torah, which, 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 which Reb Dessler says goes on any spiritual acquisition. It belongs to God. When you exert... You work hard. You overcame. You did it when it was difficult. You just won it. It's yours now. Now it's yours. I have an unbelievable respect for somebody who makes himself, who builds himself. The beauty of a bacher in this yeshiva is he built himself. I see guys at shachras. Every guy at shachras, you look around, it's so packed, the room. It's packed. Because every guy made himself that guy to be there. It wasn't the guy who was just there, found himself there. 
The room is packed. It's packed with people who every guy made himself a davener. It wasn't just going with the flow. The water didn't just dump in the pitcher. What would the chesed really be worth if the water jumped in her pitcher? She worked hard to fill up. She was shayiv. Every guy at Shachris was shayiv. He was shayiv. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. He built himself. He decided something. Inevitably, guys will tell me, right, Madlinger, can any Rebbe in the younger grade in Yeshiva, it's interesting. First, people don't know themselves. You start a very raw person. Doesn't know what he wants. What, as the guy meets our Rebbeim, right, Madlinger, right, Shapiro, a guy is filled with a want. Listen, Rafa, listen well. A guy is filled. Listen, Rafa, listen, listen well. Listen well. Hold in, hold in. A guy is filled, as he meets people he loves and love him, he's filled, it builds Ratzin. In 10th grade, we're just building Ratzin. Not just, we're building Ratzin. We're harnessing a want, focusing a want, developing, letting a bacher get in touch with his wants. In 10th grade in Waterbury, you find out that you want Ruchnius. <laughs> then in 11th grade, and some guys do this in 10th, but at the 11th grade year, say, one second, but it's hard. Oh, I'm so happy you noticed that. Oh, good. A guy haps, it's hard. A guy, I, I want to be a Ben Tyra. You know what those other guys did? But it's hard. Oh. Excellent, excellent. He's Matthew, it's hard to learn, to be a Talmud Chacham, to know him as Seth. But it's hard. Oh, excellent, mature, excellent. Good notice. It's like worth a whole year just that you notice it's hard. Now you want it, and it's hard. Now, now, now you're willing to pay. Let's go. Is it worth it? What do you want to have? You want to acquire? Roll up your sleeve and acquire. It's hard. Yes, it's hard. By the way, you want richness? It's also hard. But you want it? You have to pay for it. You got to go after it. Nobody's rich easily. You want that? Invest there. You, could, you have to invest somewhere in your life. You want that? Kill yourself for it. Whatever you want and you really want it, you got to be willing to pay for it. Good things don't come free. Water doesn't jump into her pitcher because it's too valuable. She's giving chesed. Chesed must cost. In the summer, Ben Azmanim, a lot of people want, want any Rebbe in Waterbury. So in the year, we're very busy. In the summer, Baruch Hashem, it's a full-time it's a full-time commitment, but in the summer we're more out there, from the Rebbeim here in the community in Kailim to people going upstate. So you're more out there, and people want to talk philosophy of the yeshiva. What is it about the yeshiva? What could it, it's much less philosophy. Do you watch Ray Brownstein work for the yeshiva? It's mu- I promise you, it's much less philosophy. Good else. You get a bagel for that else. Over here. I want to give Ellie Taplin a bagel. Which one do you want else? Ellie, come on. Ellie's a giver, not a taker. Rabbi say, Rabbi say, it is much more about commitment than it is about than about than about what the shitos of the yeshiva are. It's much more about you want something precious, pay for it, give to it. I want to, for a few minutes, for a few minutes, Ellie, I want to veer off and tell you a Shlach Kaddish that I heard from Yaakov Metz, but I want to bring out a point for the Shlach Kaddish. Listen to the Shlach Kaddish, but you'll hear I want to bring out a certain point. The Shlach Kaddish says that 
Eliezer asks for a drink. So Rachli Menu, so Rifki Menu gives him. She has she has a cup. She drew for herself. She gives it to him. She gives it for him. I think Stan in Chesed. I think also here that she gives up from what was hers. She gives up from what was hers. I have a friend who in Eretz Yisrael was came up to me and he told me a beautiful person. He lives in Seattle today. He's helped many many yidden. So he told me my friend that. He said like this. He said, I give tzedakah. You know, you're a youngster. You, you, my, I, you know, I, I have a lot of money. He had money. And I give tzedakah. It doesn't mean anything. I just give. I don't feel I'm giving. I don't have a sense. I just give. And the money doesn't matter. I'm not, I have no budget. I have no... So he said, you know what I'm going to start doing? Instead of just giving dollars, and then the dollar goes... I, I want to I give to the guy that I lost from it. So I'm making a budget. His whole budget, he made himself a set budget. And when he gave a dollar to the guy, he spent less dollar for himself. This is a sense I'm taking from me and giving to you. I love that she drew the water for herself and gave it to him. Her water, I drew it for me. Here, take it. Take, I'm taking it off my plate and giving it to you. That's what this guy, Mamish, did. The Kitzur Advarim is the Shlach Kaddish says she, she gives him to drink. Eliezer finishes the drink and she has more water in the, he shows this in the Pesukim, I don't know how, I didn't see, I heard from Rav Yaakov Metz, he show, the Shlaka, they says it in the Pesukim, she gives him to drink, and she has water left in the, she has water left in the cup, after he has a drinks. Now, what, it, what? So it means there's water, good dick, good dick, there's water left in the cup. So now what do you do? She has this dilemma. She now is going to give his gemalim, the camels. Watch this. Chevra, listen to this, and then I want to talk to you important. Um, Nassim, listen to this. This is worth to be born for. Yaakov, listen to this. So she has water left in her pitcher from Eliezer finished drinking. She wants to give the gemalim. What do you do now, Chevra? Does she take the water in her pitcher? And the gemalim need much more. A gummel needs 30 gallons per gummel. 30 gallons per gummel. You know how much 30 gallons are? Could you picture? What would fill up 30 A garbage outside is how many gallons, Hevra? About 60. 60, right? Because the garbage bags. No, they say 30 gallons. What do those garbage bags say? Rev Yitz, right, Brown, seen a garbage outside fits how many gallons? Don't pretend you don't Tell know. Tell us, we need to know. The garbage bags say 30 gallons, right? 30 or 35. So I'm not sure they're small. The big ones are bigger. He's right. It might, be, it might be close, 50 gallons. Now, one gummel needs 30 gallons. One gummel needs 30 gallons. For two of them, she had a, garbage yeah, she has, The amount she has for all these gamalim. What? What's 12 to 16? A garbage? There's yeah, kitchen and the yard. We have a big one. 30 gallons. So one of those for one gummel. And she has to feed all his gamalim. A lot of gamalim. Minimum. Minimum two, right? No, at least 12. He had at least 12. The lowest count is 12 gamalim. She filled up a lot, Hevra. Now, she has a little water left in her cup. What do you do? So you spill it into, her thi- into the thing. Does anybody have any problem with that, spilling it into the gummel thing? Spilling what? The water left over. She pit- filled up her pitcher. He drank. There was some left. What should she do with the leftover water? 
So the guy said, she's, she doesn't want to fill it into the thing, the camels. Says the shlokosh, it's not nice, it's not sensitive to the guy. Could you imagine, I take, a, I, I take a cup of orange juice, picture you. I give you some orange juice, there's a little left. Then I call over your dog and I feed the dog the rest. I'm equating you and your dog. It's very, like, not sensitive. There's a subtlety here of a little, like, strip. You're feeding me and my dog. Uh-huh. We're, like, equal, me and my dog. Here, take a drink. And now the dog. The guy's not a dog. It's a person and a dog. You have to separate. Dogs are important. To feed a dog. The person's first. Even though it says you're supposed to feed your animal before yourself, that's only your animal that you're to feed. What do you say, the Pshad is Oh, you said it's not your yeah, yeah. She, his animal, she has to feed him first. Yeah, he says, what's like, He should say, don't feed me first. Yen is, if you have Yenim and his dog, who do you feed first? So how come she fed the, the Eliezer first? What? Water is different. She is different. Drinks. Ravazi says drink is different. Why? The Magrav Ram asked this kasha. I said it. The Magrav Ram asked this kasha that why she fed the animal. The kids were. What? Why is drinking different? Good question. Maybe it's not his death spread. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, there is a shalach. That's what Vezi said. Magrav Ram says drinking is different here. Ketzrat Varim Rabbi say, says the Shlach if she gives the leftover drink to the animal, Zevi, so then she's equating the human being and the animal. If she's, Yaakov, listen to this. If she spills out the leftover water, then she's embarrassing him like he contaminated it. Like, ugh. She's stuck in it. She's in a quandary. Do I spill it out? I embarrass him like he, he contaminated the drink. Do I give it to the gemalim? I've equated. Says the shlaka that she purposely tripped and spilled the water. She like tripped over and spilled the water. Oh, shucks. Then she filled up for the gemalim. She arranged the fall. She purposely fell. That's cool, that's the shlaka that says. She purposely felt. What I want to say to you is chesed. Eliezer is looking for a balas chesed. Look how she's thinking. Look at the sensitivity to another person. Thinking the other person. Thinking. I give it to the gomel, equating him. Pouring it out. She spills, she trips. Look how she's thinking another person. That's chesed. You think the other person. You think sensitive to the other person, that's real chesed, that's true chesed. Thinking the other person, gishmak, that's, that's true chesed. <coughs> I have seen people do a lot of chesed, but they're not bali chesed because they never think the other person. They only do it, one, when it's convenient, not when it costs. And two is they do it in the way they want to do it, not the way the receiver wants to receive it. Rivki Menu's thinking Eliezer. She's thinking him. He asked for water. I anticipate your gemalim need water. One second, there's leftover. How would do it in a way that you would like to get it? Think the receiver. Think the receiver. You have to think the receiver, the recipient. Come out of yourself. That's chesed. Now you're about chesed. Oh. Now you're thinking the other person. You're anticipating. You're thinking what they need. We have a chaver, Yehuda. There are people who think what they want to do. It'll be so geschmack this, fun that, great. What does he want? How would he proceive it? I'm thinking him. 
I'm coming out of myself. I'm thinking another person. I'm thinking him. It's not about what I want to give, how I would love to. It would be so cool. It would be so much fun. It's going to be fun. How would he like to get it? And then let me do it that way. Thank the receiver, Rabbi Say. That's, that's what we see Rifki Imenu, this chesed, how she's thinking Eliezer. How would he like to receive it? How can I do it in the best way for his reception? Not what the most convenient for my giving. That's the coolest way of giving. Now you're about chesed. Now you're a geshmak about chesed. How would the receiver like to get it? That's about chesed. I had such nachas. I had such nachas. He's not here. He's not for psh, react. He's not here. He's not here. I'm not saying to flatter. Such nachas. Eli Hirsch went on the bus. Guys return to yeshiva. They're always hungry. Anybody who studied the yeshiva, even though you say guys eat, but it's always a rush leaving. So guys always returning are hungry. Always. It's been like a guy went here, traveled here, came here, ran, just made the bus. And typically, a guy didn't sit down, have a suit. It's a common problem. Eli Hirsch went on the bus and fed the oil a little bit. What a, what a smart move, a time that I needed for, what an, what a move, what a move. When a guy thinks to other person, such a beautiful move, to think what are the needs of the other. I love when a guy in a yeshiva, in any environment, thinks what the oilam needs and can fill, a, can fill something that another person needs. Think to other person, fill it. Add can the, the two things. Rochnius, you want it, pay for it. Invest. Invest, guys. Invest, you reward it handsomely. Pay. You want something, pay for it. You want to be a Bentaira, invest there. You want to acquire Rochnius, stick Madragas, pay. Put in. Invest. It's worth it. And you'll have something that nobody can steal from you. You'll have something real that can't be taken because you invested for it. But it's hard. But uh, Good, good. That's the price. Pay. And you'll have it, and you'll have valuable. Don't associate, an American mind associates hard with sad. Hard is not sad, hard is happy. You pay, you pay the schmack, and nobody ever takes it. It's a Kenyan that you have forever, you have it. I went to Vadim for five years, Smeyid, all he spoke about was making acquisitions, acquire. But you don't acquire from twiddling your thumbs. You acquire what you work, what you worked hard, nobody ever takes away from. I worked for that. Rev Shach says about his Torah, don't argue on my Torah so easily. He calls it Chachma Shalimadati Ba'af. I learned this with great difficulty. Don't mess with me so fast. Rav Shach writes, Torah Shalimadati Ba'af. I learned this Torah with great toil and great difficulty. Don't argue so fast. Whew. I was kind of something. Nobody rips that away from you. Some Torah that came through Amelus, through toil, through acquisition, it's yours. Nobody takes it from you so easily. That's message one. And message two, we're talking specifically becoming about chesed. The side of chesed is thinking deep into somebody else. How they'd want it, what they'd want, in the way they'd want it. Think another person. The greatest expansion of self. You want to be a big person. You want to be a goggle. Learn to incorporate. Think about other people. Think about the Zulas. Kishmak. Think about the Zulas. Remember, he doesn't want it the way he wants it, the way she wants it. They all want it different. Think about the other person. Give it in the way they want it. That's the second message of today. Just, Rabbi said, the guy's doing music stuff. Remember, this Sunday is the, is, is the music afternoon. The parents are coming. This room will be packed. 
We're going to need a lot of help from the guys. We're going to take out all the tables. No tables. We're just having chairs. It's going to be right over here. The music, we're going to have, hopefully, there's a club there. The music will be there. We're not, there's no last minute going up there. We're not having, there's no time for that. We're going to ask a few performances that many guys and other times other guys love chance oh, yeah, we don't yeah. we have limited time limited oh, spots yeah, yeah. but guys will go up there and perform I don't we're not going to do raps parents no Navardic performances but um and no Navardic performances <laughs> but we will have we will have it's going to be up here we will have dances also it's going to be a group that's going to do flips and the like We'll have from up here, and that'll be at 2 o'clock. So we need guys to prepare. I want it well prepared, Martha. Give us something really gishmat. That's going to be on Lebedek. Lebedek and the Shtickle Wild. That's going to be on Sunday at 2. The next Monday, a week from today, is, might be the best speech of the year. There's a year Judge Butler, who's an unbelievable guy from Pittsburgh. He's a judge in Pittsburgh. His son was, his son was Nifter in his mid-twenties, was a remarkable person. He's, he's, he's a speaker. He, he, people fly him all around to speak. And he actually is going to Harvard to speak. And he's speaking to us the day he's going after Monday night. He's speaking in Harvard. Monday afternoon, he's speaking to us. So I told him our guys are smarter. But Lemaisa, he's going to speak for us at 3 o'clock on Monday, a week from today. You don't want to miss. Right, Sun and Shine's normal slide is back today, 4.45. So you want to make sure to be there. The mother sure will be. It's 11.52 at 12.03. We'll give me our Thank show. you very much, Rebbe.